What's happening, fam? Welcome to Pop Muse, the remix sessions. And in this segment, we dig up some of our favorite episodes from the pop music archives and revisit a little bit of the convo, add some new trivia, and some different songs from these pop star icons. So if you've missed some of the earlier episodes and you want to hear a bit about possibly one of your personal faves, we got you covered here on The Remix. I'm TJ Reed, and I got with me in the studio, Cynthia. What's going on, girl? Hi, everyone. This is Cynthia, or Xing Yu. I'm really <laughs> happy to be on the show again. Yeah, yeah. So, TJ, can I bring up anyone from the previous episode? Anyone that you could think of, <laughs> anyone that you think that you have a little bit more that you want to share on. Ah, you know, I because Yun Chi is kind of one dimensional, you know, so mm. if there's a, a few other dimensions that you want to bring right. to the show. Then be my guest. I certainly have somebody that I would like to share for you today that you definitely know who he <laughs> is. He's an icon all over the world. Great music, great, great music. musician. And I have a strong feeling that if you don't get the trivia right, mm -hmm. you'll definitely get it when I hum some of the tunes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, I'm looking forward to, to your humming. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Who do you got in store for me today? Um, I should say I found someone, a Mendo Pop female artist uh -huh. that you and Yunchi have covered before. Okay. And I personally really like this singer, so I also want to introduce more of her stories to you guys. And you, you want to dust off the episode and revamp it and you want our <laughs> listeners to hear a different element right yes exactly all right all right mm -hmm. well before we get cracking guys i just want to share that everything that we find is internet based and don't be too judgmental on us if there's any of this information that is inaccurate please reach out to us and we'd love to hear from you and we will update that info on the next episode or so so with no further ado i'm gonna get this remix started i'm gonna play back an episode from way back when Way back, okay. Way back when. So just have a listen. This is back when Yun Chi and I were discussing a particular artist. Mm -hmm. Check it out. <laughs> Fact number one. And this is according to classicrockhistory.com. And this is an information platform of celebrity musicians. This artist was named or born Peter Jean Bayot Hernandez. <laughs> well, that's very specific. <laughs> Bit of a mouthful, I know. Yeah. But that was this person's uh, birth name. And uh, this uh, individual started singing at the age of two and uh, apparently has a musical family. His... Singing start at the age of two. At the age of two. I think a lot of people just barely started to speak. <laughs> right. So that just lets you know that there's a lot of music in this person's uh, life. Um his father was a band leader, okay. so, and his mother was a hula dancer. A hula dancer. A hula dancer. Very musical little, family. A little bit of a clue there for those who are inclined. Okay, I think that's how that this musician was able to, to sing at the age of two, because normally the little babies copy the sounds from their parents. Exactly. And, yeah, it's because the parents are constantly making musical sounds. So instead <laughs> of saying, Daddy, right? I started right. by singing, well, singing Michael Jackson and uh, Bobby Brown and Babyface. These were some of the top uh, three 
or I guess you could say a few of this um, artist's influences. Lots of music in uh, the family roots. And I think this comes to as no surprise at this point of the show. I mean, if your family is into music, there's a really good chance that it's just in your DNA. And when you were in the womb, you were listening to music and you were probably dancing a little bit in the womb. And then when you came out, you're just... <laughs> That's you're, how you're kicking your mom, right? <laughs> right, it's right. Not the kicking, it's kicking. the dancing. <laughs> it's the dancing, it's right. The t- it's the tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his rhythm down, you know. Right, but of, before we move on to the next fact, can yeah. you just... Very quickly, repeat. What's the born name, the birth name for this musician again? <laughs> okay, it's Peter Peter Jean Bayot Hernandez. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Kiss that wrong any bells for you? Got that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, musical families do they always equal like musical genius? I think so. I think that genes don't lie. Really. <laughs> um, I was trying to prove this theory wrong, you know. I was going through like some of the musicians yeah. that I know, and I I'm reluctant to name some names here because I think that there are definitely people out there who may like some of these artists, but their parents were like mega stars, and mm, I'm not sure if their children were able to really <laughs> like pass on the torch. And again, I I don't want to you know I don't want to shame or name drop anybody, but I think this is open to debate. Yeah, what do you think? I I think so. The artist I have in my mind is someone who grew up with a musical background, and mm-hmm. she turned out to be a megastar in the music scene. So yeah, she's G E M. Get everybody moving. <laughs> my favorite pop singer. Oh okay okay. Yeah, so I think for her it's the most natural thing because her. Whole family uh, works in the music related field so well I mean again I think this is debatable because you do have a lot of stars for example like the the Beatles they had a you know McCarthy and uh, Lennon they had sons that that did music and you know again it's debatable some people may love their music and sometimes you haven't even heard of these guys Mm. you know uh, Steven Tyler his daughter I think she also did some music but again not a lot of people have heard of her music as well so I mean I think that they're talented, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be in music. Yeah. So right. yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I th- again, I think this and, is open to debate. And also for some, when your parents are the mega stars, it's really, really hard for their children to surpass that level of you know the <laughs> yeah. popularity and fame. So That's true. It's, it's, yeah. Expectations are super high. Super high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just a little bit more about this artist. He and singer Adele are the only two artists to ever have a number one song that only featured piano and vocals. So, yeah. What I mean, do you mean only features piano? And there's piano. just a piano. Like uh, Someone Like You with uh-huh. Adele. Uh-huh. Someone Like You. And it was just a piano in the background, right? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Have you heard that song? I have heard that song, but <laughs> I haven't considered that song in that way. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Just a piano and vocals, and it was a number one hit. And then this guy also has a song the same way. Okay. So, yeah. Just a little tidbit there. Uh, moving on, probably a big clue for hardcore fans 
this artist growing up, his nickname was Little Elvis because he did shows around the island where he was from. Little Elvis. Little Elvis, yeah. So he did like like performances. He would go and uh, there was a video I saw of him as a as a young kid. I don't think he was two years old. I think he was you know a little bit older, but mm-hmm. yeah, he was dressed in it and everything, and he was doing the dances just like Elvis, and it was just entertaining. <laughs> but needless to say, that's how he got his nickname. He was interviewed by a uh, a 1990s uh, comedian, Polly Shore, and probably another big clue. Okay. I'm not sure if this will help you out or not, but in stature, he's five foot five inches. So that's in centimeters. He's 165 centimeters tall. Oh, so he's <laughs> a bit short, I guess. <laughs> yes. Of course, it doesn't affect him in terms of the ladies, but mm. yes, he's a pretty short. So, yeah. You sure it's a big clue? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? There's a ton of really short musicians yeah. out there. Okay. All right. Mm. We're gonna. right. I'm going to keep it moving. All right. I got another clip that I want to share with my conversation with Yun Chi. So, right. yeah, let's hear it. In 2013, when he started to get involved more into music, he told Rolling Stone magazine that record executives had trouble categorizing him because mm. of his mixed ancestry. And consequently, uh, they were unsure which radio stations would play his songs. So, like, which ethnic group would he appeal to? Would he appeal to black people? Would he appeal to white people? And so because of this confusion, he said that this was a really tough time in his um, experience. And it was was one of his lowest points. Because they just, like, if he felt like he said, quote, a mutant. Because he didn't feel like he was a person that was like they didn't know how to uh, Mm. advertise him, to market him. And so it was just a really, really tough time in his career. And I think that that's unfortunate because music should speak for itself, right? I mean, we all hear that it's a universal language. But to be, to not, you know, for have certain radio stations not sure where to play your music and because of, just because of who you are. He also... Um, changed his name, obviously his stage name, and a lot of stars do this, but one of the motivations yeah. behind this star changing his name was because the birth he name. wanted to avoid being stereotyped. Uh, and because he had such a you know long name or a Hispanic name, he didn't want to be only aired on Hispanic or you know Latin stations. He wanted to have his music appeal to, well, everyone. But because of that, he had to change. He felt he had to change his name to something that was a lot easier for people to understand and that would appeal to literally everyone. And again, a name is something that's important. That's something that's close to you. It's it's you know part of your uh, identity, and it's also uh, tied to your your lineage, your family, and to change that I think can also be a big decision for a lot of stars you always have to do that just think about in history the Chinese uh, so there were like a couple of Chinese in the history they wanted to promote Chinese martial arts and Mm -hmm. some Chinese culture they didn't go with Li Xiaolong or Chen Long but instead (laughs) they went with Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan right so that's the names that you have heard that's that's, that's right they never (laughs) If you go with like Li Xiaolong or Chen Long, they, they, I don't think the audience or the majority of the Americans, they would ever remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation. What do you think, Xing Yu? I mean, do you think that it's cool? To, I mean, if you were a star, would you change your name or would you uh, keep it the um, same? Well, I think I would change into a different name. You would? 
Yeah, I, I think I would okay. um, to create a different persona,、mm. so that when you're on stage, when you're singing, when you're performing, you kind of.、Uh, Turning to someone else,、oh, and when you, okay, yeah, so you want to be somebody else,、huh? <laughs> a superstar. It's not like the one that in your ordinary life, you're a different person. That sounds like the 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 Clark Kent. Uh, treatment, you know, Superman is in his red cape, and then when he's yeah not in his cape, he's right、Clark、like、Kent. Spiderman. You know, these superheroes, you have to have that kind of charm and charisma and confidence. So it's completely completely different from the way you are in your life. Okay, I, I I get it. You know, but music is. I don't think music is always enough either. I mean, you always hear that music is the universal language, but yeah. I mean, do you listen to music where you can't understand? Understand the lyrics. I mean, can you tell me a, a music? I really want to share this experience of mine.、Uh -huh. I once watched this Chinese TV program called Singer、mm -hmm. that I've mentioned before, and、uh, once they had this Japanese singer called Mishia, and she performed a Japanese song. I didn't know the lyrics. I didn't know what she tried to convey. But based on her voice and the gestures she had, my tears started to well up in my eyes, and I started crying.、Mm -hmm. And I, at that moment, I, I thought, despite I didn't know the the lyrics, I, I still can get the music somehow resonates with the audience. Well, that sounds very touching. Did you buy her album? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did no. you listen to any more of her music? No. <laughs> Okay. It's just on that program, and I was really impressed by her performance, and I think I would remember her, her name for quite some time. Yeah, but that that makes my point. I think that we can appreciate some sounds and some maybe a song here and there, but can we can music really connect with people if you don't really understand the language? I mean, it sounds nice that music、mm -hmm. is the universal language, but、yeah. if we but very few people, including myself, really like listen and buy albums. And invest a lot of my auditory time listening、mm -hmm. to programs where I don't understand the language. You know, I mean, you you listen to American music, right? Yeah, but you can understand English, so you can it, it resonates with you because you can understand the language. Oh, I think it depends. For some listeners, the lyrics really matter. What the music try to convey、mm -hmm. really matters to them. But for some other listeners, they really listen to the melodies,、mm -hmm. the rhythms. It's, it's different. And for me, I I'm a more of a melody person, so. So you're one of those people that just listen to melodies, but you know nothing about the artist. And... I can still like the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're completely different listeners. For me, if I hear a song that I like, then I'm like, who is this? This person's probably gonna have more goodies for me to listen to,、uh, and I want to hear. I want to、yeah. hear more of their music,、mm -hmm. and so I I hone in on who the person is, and you know follow them in terms of you know what they put out for their music. But yeah, I think you are. You know, people. There are people who just they don't know the name, they don't know anything about the artist, but they just、mm. like certain songs. Yeah. But、um, so、mm, could be debatable in terms of if it really if they if it really resonates with them or not.、Mm. Yeah, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this artist has, and just another clue for you here. This artist has one of his sillier tracks is、uh, a song that I can't name because it's super popular. It's got over 450 million views on YouTube. Wow! And it's it's one of his most viewed music videos. And the video is like a bunch of guys are just walking around with shades 
on. They're uh, dressed in monkey outfits, and they're just not monkey doing. Outfits? <laughs> yeah, and they're just dancing and being silly. And um, I think that's for fans out there. Wait, they probably know. Outfits? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So yeah, it's a really silly. Can you sing a bit of that song? No, that one's a little bit. St- I think I have a picture in my. You have mind. a picture in your head. Well, there's another track that I really like from this artist, and it's um the title of it is a is a girl's name, and I'm not sure if you've heard this song. It's like Natalie. She ran away with all my money, ah. and she did it for fun. <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> She's probably out there thinking it's funny. Definitely heard of this song. Telling everyone, uh-uh. Well, I'm digging a ditch for this gold digging. <laughs> Love that song. Have you heard it? I think I've heard it. You think? It. Oh, see, exactly. You're totally this person that listens to music and doesn't know the artist. <laughs> Okay, okay. I got another one. I got another one. And I think the fans are just probably like, oh, okay, yeah, I know who this is because that song is, was really popular. I spent all my money, bought a big old fancy car, all these bright-eyed honeys. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know who you are. Have you heard that one? No. <laughs> What is this song? Oh, jeez. I What's love it. What's the song it. called? I'm not going to tell you that because uh, it's super, super famous. Really? Yes. How come I've never heard of this song? I don't know. Maybe it's my singing. All right. I'm going to move on to another one. And this is the last one. And I think um, you know this one. Um, <laughs> I know I'm no angel, girl. But I'm not so bad, no, no, no. You should know there's beautiful girls all over the world. I could be chasing. <laughs> okay, you're finishing it. Lighters. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm at the end of my facts here, and I think that it's time for you to guess who this artist is. And I think that it is so, it's so obvious at this point. So, come on, give me a name. <laughs> is it Bruno Mars? <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. Wow. If you had gotten this wrong, oh my goodness, you would have been fired. So what's the second song? <laughs> The second song is Young Girls. Young Girls. Oh, I, I, I haven't heard of this song. But yeah. It's lighters? Pretty... Is it Lighters? No, that was nothing on you. But there's Lighters, the the, the word in the lyrics, right? Mm, no, I think that's an entirely <laughs> different song. But it's okay. So for our listeners out there, you guys know who Bruno Mars is. And I want to reboot or I want to share a few tracks the first one that I'm going to share is the one that I tried to sing earlier called Natalie from the Unorthodox Jukebox album. And after that, I would like to share Young Girls, and that would be followed by The Lazy Song. Let's hear it. No, I've never done this before. Never want to do this again. Long turn on a dusty road. I did it to myself. I can't pretend. Well, I learned just a little too late Good God, I must have been blind She got me for everything, everything, everything All right. Like my daddy, I'm a gambling man Never been afraid to roll the dice But when I put my bet on her 
your soul Cause I done already cursed your name Don't matter which way you go Payback's gonna come your way Don't be begging me, please, please, please And I'ma look at you and laugh, laugh, laugh Why you sit there cry for me, cry for me, cry for me
that was the lazy song by Bruno Mars. That was the track that I was sharing earlier about the monkey suits. Wow. And everyone was just kind of walking around with shades on. Yeah, and... yeah, I remembered. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get that. That was pretty much feeding you the answer. Yeah, and it's really popular in China as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think many singers cover that song. Really? In I China? Think, in Chinese? I think I've watched someone <laughs> cover that song on TV. Wow. Yeah, so it's, I didn't realize I, that. I like that song, really. Actually, my top two songs from him are 24K Magic mm. and Uptown Funk. Okay, all right. Uptown Funk is all right. 24K Magic, that's a, an entire album. And that song is okay, but there's a few other ones on that <laughs> album that are pretty cool. That's mm. What I Like and Chunky. I think those are probably my favorite two tracks on that album. But wow. anyway, I could talk about Bruno for probably the next 20 minutes. We're going to move on to your artist. So okay. who you got for us today? I mean, let me see if I can remember mm, you, our conversation. I think you might remember. Okay. Because it's not a very old episode you've done before. Uh-oh. Okay. And she is one of the singers that brings back my memories of my teenage years. Mm. And at that time, I used to write, I had this notebook and I, I would write down the lyrics of the songs that I like. And I listened to the song again and again and try to learn how to sing the song so, and her songs were on that note okay so that Why? i can follow the singer and to learn how to sing the song so you didn't have internet or at that time i <laughs> i listened to the songs through cds okay so, okay yeah, it's like uh 20 years ago okay all right now now that i had the context it makes sense oh, because sorry. i was I like should have mentioned cds and tapes thing <laughs> like, why are you writing down the lyrics that's so <laughs> archaic yeah nowadays nobody does that so yeah it's okay. a special memory for me all right all right mm. so tj i have a clip that i want to share this one is specially for you okay let's have a listen <laughs> Um, this musician's music career is largely thanks to two important men in okay. her life. Uh, the first one is her dad, who's cultivated her interest in music. And the second one is Jonathan Lee. He is like the godfather in the Mandarin music world because he has identified and found, discovered many music talents. Wait a minute. And be the composer. I thought we had a, we talked about another godfather in music. Was it... Uh... I think you're referring to David Tao. No, Leslie Chung, I think. Wasn't he some type of godfather as well? Oh, his father was the tailor for <laughs> the actor who played godfather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this is a different uh, godfather as in a person who discovers talents. Okay. And be their producers and composers. Mm -hmm. and because this Jonathan Lee, he actually um, discovered music talents like Walking Chow, Karen Mock. Mm -hmm. These are the two that we, we've kept covering in the past. Right. And also the pop slash rock band The May Day that we might possibly cover in the future so keep that name in mind <laughs> sounds good that's it uh, TJ <laughs> okay that was not enough information at all I especially wanted to replay that clip so that you can hear Yunchi actually warned you of the the May Day that we are going to cover in the future episodes okay yeah and Jonathan Lee part I also mentioned that in the last episode okay Jonathan Lee, Mayday, but 
the artist that you're talking about right now is has nothing to no, do. No, with... no, no. I just wanted to. Okay, wait. Yeah. So the but whole anyway. the whole point of sharing these clips <laughs> is to give me some information on who you're bringing up today, and that was completely useless. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk more about Jonathan Lee and the singer's relationship. So okay. she mentioned that she had two major musical influences. Yeah, including her dad and Jonathan Lee. Right. And we've just talked about how family can influence one's musical career. Right. Actually, right. her dad loved singing so much and supported her to sing, but he passed away when the artist was 18 years old. Hmm. So the family was put in a very a tight spot. Her mom worked very hard to support her and two younger brothers. Sure. And at that time, as the eldest child, she felt she had to take the responsibility yeah, to support get to work, the family. Help mom make money. Yeah. Yeah. So when she was discovered by Jonathan Lee, she decided to leave her hometown for the first time and went all the way alone to Taiwan to start her singing. Career. She must have really trusted him or liked him. <laughs> Yes, um, and later she said in an interview that Jonathan Lee is not just like a mentor, but also a father to her. She still remembers what Jonathan Lee told her while she was preparing for her debut album. He said, whether your album sells or not is not the most important thing. The important thing is I brought you to Taiwan and the people you've met, the experience you've had, the lessons you've learned. These are the things that matter to you. So I think he's really. Uh... That's weird. I, and I say that's weird because <laughs> I just I mean, it, it's business, right? It's I mean, it's before a yeah. young girl. So it's like, I don't care if you don't sell records. It's like, what? Come on, dude. Of course but you care. I, she sells I records. Really, I could really imagine that for a young girl and she was about to release her first album. It's uh -huh. a very big thing for her. Yeah. And uh, she has had no experience before. So yeah. she must be, must be very nervous and sure. anxious. So oh, okay. So he just said that to make her feel better. Yeah, but really, he's like, her. you better sell a million records otherwise you're fired <laughs> okay now now it's starting to make sense okay okay so does that ring any bell mm, no no nothing <laughs> nothing at all nothing okay let's move on to the next clip it's about her nationality uh, okay <laughs> And this is according to NatEase and Huanchu.com. So this artist, she kind of received a bit of trolling <laughs> on the Chinese social media. Okay. When she got married in Philippines in 2010, there were some um, trolls on the Chinese social media that attacked her for not being patriotic. So marrying someone... For, no, for, be, for holding a wedding in the Philippines. Really? Yeah, and that same. But she's Malaysian, right? Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> keep keep that in mind. And then the same thing happened again in 2012 London Olympics. So it was Chinese badminton player Ling Dan. Mm -hmm. He was playing against Malaysian athlete Li Chongwei, and she cheered for the Mala the Malaysian athlete. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing happened again mm. because a lot of Chinese uh, fans they thought this singer is a Chinese for mm. some. Of the music that she created, it's misled them into think believing this. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Do you remember who this artist is you were talking about? 
I think I might have an idea, really? possibly. Uh-huh. So in that clip, Yunshi mentioned that um, the singer is actually not from China. Yeah, ma- She's Malaysian. A Malaysian singer. Mm-hmm. And is that really like uh, okay? So if you cheer for another country in some Olympic event or whatever, I mean, is that really a bad thing? Um, many online users they would think that it's the right thing to support the athletes from your country. Mm. I, I can't understand that, but the point is, <laughs> actually, I didn't know that she's from Malaysia. Malaysia either. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's the, actually the first time that I found out she's not Chinese. Uh-huh. Because, so this is a clue for you. Yeah, she speaks fluent Chinese and she sings Chinese songs and she looks just like one of us. So, yeah, I think it's also for many, for the Chinese public, they also see her as a Chinese. So it's, Well, the Chinese diaspora is throughout Southeast Asia as well, right? There's a lot of uh, Chinese in Malaysia. That There's many that identify as yeah. Chinese-Malaysian, yeah. right? And actually, there are few famous Mandopop stars. They are actually not from China, like J.J. Lin. Yeah, and, he's from Singapore. Yeah, Stephanie Soon, they're from, from Singapore. Yeah, so, but they speak the language, so... Yeah, I think it. we are taking it for granted that these singers must be Chinese, but actually they're not. There are exceptions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, for someone <laughs> from America, it's a little hard to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I still have a few more facts about this artist that I want to share. Okay. Um, her debut album is titled Grown Up Overnight. Grown Up uh, Overnight. <laughs> overnight. Wow, that doesn't sound very good. That has <laughs> a lot of implications, but okay. But I think it marks the change of her being a student to become a singer. Eating Jonathan Lee, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's, it was released in September 1999. Uh-huh. But four days after the release, a deadly earthquake took place in Taiwan and killing... Over 2,000 people. So it's one of the worst natural disasters in the past century in the region. And because of that, the entertainment sector sort of paused and the promotions for her album also got cancelled. That is a very unlucky debut, Mm. I would have to say. Right. And the next year, she released her second album. And that album pushed her to stardom. Okay. And one of her signature songs is actually the title song of this album, which has the same name with the album. It's called Courage. Hmm. <laughs> okay. And it won the most popular KTV song at the MTV Music Awards in 2000. And it is still one of the must-sing songs in karaoke. Top requested, huh? Yeah, top requested and the most popular, one of the most popular songs. And the song conveys the idea of being courageous in love and not caring about how other people think of you. (laughs) Okay. Okay, and one more tip for you, TJ. Mm -hmm. Uh, The artist is dubbed the queen of love songs because she is best known for her ballads of romance. Her... There's a lot of people who sing those, though. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Yun-Chi was going on and on about how in pop music here, there's just mm. a lot of ballad songs. Mm. 
Yeah. So she's the queen of them, huh? She's the queen. And some of her hit songs are um, Courage that I mentioned and Break Up Happily. <laughs> Break Up Happily. Wow, that's pretty It's cool. It's a song to comfort those who just had a broken heart, I guess. <laughs> Break and, Up Happily. Wow. Yeah, and Warm, a song called titled Warm and Quiet Summer. Actually, Yunchi shared this song in the last episode. You you both did. Okay. Yeah, and unfortunately, not you. This is the title is unfortunately not you. Oh, You're so not this the is guy. for the guys that really really like her and buy her presents and flowers <laughs> and message her all the time. And it's like, sorry, dude, it's sorry, not you. It's not you. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Keep <Yeah>. it moving. <laughs> yeah. So these are oh. some of her hit songs. That's a heartbreak song right there. <laughs> Okay, um, I think this is the time where I'm I'm supposed to kind of guess yes, who this person is. is, and I briefly, I vaguely remember the conversation that I had, <laughs> but there was a Malaysian star that kind of stuck in my mind because she has kind of a unique name. Mm. And, right. Um, She does. I questioned it at first. I was like, that can't be her real name because it just <laughs> sounds different. It sounds like a, a dish of food. So I'm going to guess, is it Fish Leong? Oh, wow. You remember. <laughs> It's Fish Leong. Okay. So, yeah, it's the stories, man. It's the stories that really stick. It's not so much for me because of the language barrier. Mm. Um, it's what happens in their life. It's what they've accomplished, but it's also their struggles mm. before they reach those accomplishments that really resonate with me and yeah. makes me interested in, in their work. So, mm. And yeah. actually, her Chinese stage name is Liang Jingru, but her real name is Liang Cuiping. <laughs> oh, man, I don't, yeah, I'm she, not going to remember that. She also has a stage name. So. I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> And I have some of my personal favorites to share with you. Cool. The first one is um, her signature song, Courage. All right. Um, and it'll be followed by Worm. Uh, worm heart, or worm? worm. <laughs> <laughs> like the worms that are in the earth? or <laughs> No, opposite of cold. It's like warm. It's a heartwarming song. And actually, it's my, yeah, my favorite one. Oh, and then... Worm just sounds so bad. She's... <laughs> Angry at a guy, and she's just calling him a worm. All right. Worm. Um, and then we have love song. Oh, okay. That's pretty generic. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing those tracks and uh, you know that extra information about this artist. And I'm wondering if the fans out there were able to deduce who we were talking about. But anyway, shoot us a message. Let us know what you think about the remix sessions. And we're going to jump into those tracks right now. But before we do, thank you so much. Be sure to tune in for another episode of Pop Muse. I'm TJ Reed. I'm Xingyu. Take it easy, folks. Bye-bye. See you again for the remix.
相信会在一起。人潮拥挤，我能感觉你放在我手心里，你的真心。